Please silence your cell phones within the library. Hello and welcome to Library Binary, a mini bite, a shorter podcast from outside the library. I'm your host and technology trainer, Anne. And I'm your host and fellow technology trainer, Elise. This is another one of our mini bite episodes. These are coming out more regularly, once a week, rather than our usual monthly format. And that means they're a little bit shorter, too. We are interested in taking suggestions for topics or things you'd like us to talk about, cover, highlight. Um, We are also taking um, options for things that we can use to measure six feet apart. You'll see in our first episode, we did a hockey stick. In our second one, we did three North American otters. And we're taking other suggestions if you have fun things to measure for six feet apart. You can email us at librarybinary at heightslibrary.org or catch us on Twitter at librarybinary. All right. So last week we talked about working from home, some of our tips as we're transitioning to working from home. This week we're taking a look at learning from home, whether you just have more time now that you're at home or if you're looking um, for a new job once the stay-at-home order has been lifted. These are some places for you to get some education, not just some entertainment like we've talked about in the past. Well, and there's also a... There's going to be shockwaves of what's going on for a very long time. Things are falling off tables over here. We're good. That's the kind of day we're having. Um, But so this, the stay-at-home orders and all that kind of stuff, it's going to affect a lot of industries in ways that we will not know about for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And so there's a chance that you might be hoping to return to an industry that might be in a position where they can no longer... um, offer as many jobs as they were before or something like that. So now is a good time to update our resumes with new skills so that we have more flexible options when we are allowed to go back to work. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So one place that you can certainly look for classes, basically the equivalent of online university classes in a lot of cases, is a website called Coursera. There are a ton of schools that list their free online classes there, places like Harvard and MIT. But one interesting addition in the last week or so was the Museum of Modern Art in New York has offered nine free classes there. There are things like fashion as design, what is contemporary art, seen through photographs, modern art and ideas. So there's all sorts of cool stuff. Obviously, the museums aren't open right now, but you can still learn about art through these courses. A website we've previously possibly discussed, or have we? I don't remember now. I think we might have mentioned it. I think some of these we might have talked about all the way back in our very first episode um, when we were talking about online learning and learning circles. Um, I think some of these came up. Yeah, but Khan Academy, I know... We've talked about at least on our coding blog posts and other things like that. Mm -hmm. Khan Academy is great. It's often marketed towards children, but I think that's kind of narrowing what it can do because they do have a lot of courses that aren't just child specific or certain grade level specific. They have coding and all that kind of stuff, 
But in the same vein, if you are stuck at home and perhaps your child's instructor is not as on it with some type parts of their curriculum, you could use this to supplement. Or if you have a kid at home who's working on algebra or geometry or whatever, and it's been a little bit since you've had to think about those things, this oh, could yeah. be a good refresher or a good resource as you're helping them out with homework or just trying to remember how to do geometry proofs. Uh, similar to that is Linda, but not quite the same. Both of these are professional instruction. It just has to do with the way they're, um, sort of released. So Linda, um, is a service that we through the library offer. You can get a paid version of it if you so choose, which does open up a few additional options. I think for like following certain little courses or whatever, but through the library, you're able to complete all of the lessons, take, you know, the classes, um, do all the projects that they give you. So you're not really missing out on anything by using the library. And again, it's, it's free, free, which is amazing. Every class on Linda is taught by a professional in that field. Um, there's videos with transcripts. A lot of them come with notes or things to follow along with. Linda also has like tracks for jobs. It's like if I want to do like this kind of job, they have like a, these are the classes you should take. Um, so that's really great. Especially and if you are looking to potentially change careers as the industry overall changes. Absolutely. Alrighty. Um, another one that we like here at the library is GCF Learn Free, which stands for what again? I know you know. Goodwill Community Foundation, I think specifically in North Carolina. They have some great videos on what I'd consider more basic skills. It's a much more approachable tutorial website than something like Linda. Linda requires you to have some pretty decent computer skills most of the time. GCF Learn Free starts you from like, how do I access the internet? All the way up to more advanced Excel functions. Yeah. So that might be a better one for people who are coming in with less knowledge or who find Linda's interface maybe a little daunting because it can seem daunting when you first sign in. You're right. like, oh my goodness, so many things. So that's good. Um, and we've previously used GCF Learn Free to help get people information on Word and PowerPoint and Excel. Um, at one point we were using their touch typing classes. So maybe yeah. you wanna learn how to be a better touch typer now. You've got the time to practice, probably. Yeah. Kind of along that same vein, the Public Library Association has digitallearn.org, which are also video tutorials, but they are really about fundamental computer skills, things like accessing your email, getting on the internet. There is one about buying plane tickets online, but that is less relevant at the moment, um, but also information about like shopping online, which we've talked about in the past on the podcast, but certainly something that you can take a look at. 
So we haven't really talked about um, coding resources here on the podcast, but I know I have done a couple blog posts and there's been classes on them at the library for a while. So there's a couple of websites we're just going to touch on real fast. There's codecademy.com. Uh, and that one is a company that technically there's a paid version, but there's also a free version, which gets you quite a bit. They have easy to follow along classes on a lot of the beginner coding languages. Um, and then some of the more advanced ones. Um, freecodecamp.org mm -hmm. is, as it says in the name, a free coding sort of camp. And the neat thing about that one is they start you from sort of like, I don't know anything. And as you follow along, you get better and better. And by the time you're done, you have like sort of completion um, of different projects. And then you can uh, do coding for nonprofits in order to build up portfolios. And they have all these kinds of cool functionalities to get you some kind of way to be like, hey, I do know coding. I've done more than just the website, you know? Right. There's some pr practical applications. There are projects you have to complete that have certain requirements. And they have a variety of different certificates that mm -hmm. you can work through for free. Yeah, it's really cool at your own pace. And coding is also something that really lends itself to learning on your own. Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of coding is kind of looking at the code in front of you or looking at the idea you're trying to create and making it work. Less kind of step-by-step -step instructions from somebody else. So this could be a good opportunity while you're home alone, potentially, or relatively alone to practice that. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for possible uh, gaming or game-like instruction that includes coding fundam fundamentals for kids, code.org has a lot of different lessons. There are some fun games, but then there's also some more practical lesson-based structure uh, activities for kids. Another interesting one that's an example of something that's free right now that wouldn't normally be free is Nikon, the camera company, is offering free photography courses, um, free, free video photography courses. I think it's usually like $250 for all the courses they're releasing right now. Oof. Um, so you would be able to check that out learn a little bit about your camera. It's everything from like, how do I get started with a DSLR to how do I shoot really good video with this camera and kind of everything in between. Hmm. And finally, another opportunity, especially if you're trying to buff up your tech skills, is the North Star Digital Literacy Assessment, which is a really long name. Um, but these are free online assessments that you can take. Um, you can't get a certificate without proctoring. And we are a proctor site, but we're still working on the ins and outs of doing remote proctoring since we're not in the building right now. Um, but all of those assessments are available online for free. You can take each one of them once a day. And it'll help you pinpoint what um, your strengths and weaknesses are and different things like 
accessing the internet, working with Word, Excel, um, social media, things like that. And that's available at digitalliteracyassessment.org. Awesome. So that's it for our topic. So now let's highlight our free services for the week. If you remember writing uh, papers in college, you might have some memory of a database known as JSTOR. Um, it's offering free access to over 6,000 articles relevant to the crisis. So if you're interested in reading some more academic papers about this, because, um, and we might talk about it next week, there's a lot of information out there that's all over the board. Um, so I think next week we might do a refresher on fake news. Yeah. Um, because we really need to focus in on what are confirmable facts in this time. Um, right. And so something like JSTOR having their video, their articles available is a really great option. And this isn't necessarily like just things on COVID-19. It's things like how have we dealt with pandemics in the past? And how does distance learning um, impact folks? Like those types of articles. Um, in addition, there's another database, online database, known as Project Muse. A bunch of their publishers, including places like Duke and big, big names in the, the academic publishing world, mm. a lot of their publishers are making their resources available for free. They're recognizing that people are at home, students are at home, they may not be able to get easy access to their typical academic resources on their home computers. So those are freely available for you to check out. Anything else to add? I don't think so. Okay. Well, thanks for listening and stay safe and at least six feet apart, which... This week is about two adult cats in particular, Anne's cats. I do have a measurement. I don't have picture evidence of this yet. Mm -hmm. Mira is approximately three feet, 36 okay. inches from tip of her front paws to her tail. So I think this does include tail in that measurement. Okay. So we're including tails. For our we're including cats. tails. So tip to tail. Tip to tail. Toes. Tootsies, tootsies to tail. Toes to tail. Toes to tail. Two adult cats, toes to tail. Exactly. Awesome. And remember, if you don't know your password, we won't either. Goodbye. Goodbye.